so I I bit the bottom of my tongue today. Ah, how do you how bite do you the bottom? Bite? That's what I I think it got to like honestly I've been trying to think of the the math on it. I've been trying to do the math in my head on it. It felt like a molar got it, but like hmm. how do you bite the bottom of your tongue? I mean, I don't know. Were you trying to get popcorn out of your tongue no, or, no, I or just, teeth? Or? I was just having a little din din. Just having some din din. Huh? A little, little dinny dinny. And you bit the bottom. And I have this not the issue. side, no, the no, bottom. Like like yeah, I'm going to show you for for the for the listening audience. Travis is going to make an intimate description okay. of where I'm pointing. All right. It was like. So it's like uh, the bottom shaft of your tongue. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I paid attention to the shaft. Nah, yeah, it. it it sucks. Well, it doesn't suck. It sucked really hard in the moment. The one that sucks the worst is I have a little little spot on my uh, the the front of my mouth, like my inner lip, uh-huh. just right in the front. I must have messed up teeth somehow. I mean, look at them. They're gorgeous, right? Amazing. See? Amazing. I mean, they're straight and stuff, but I must have some sort of overbite or something like that because I will bite that, but then it swells and I can't stop biting it, mm. and then I get scared. Sometimes I bite my tongue just because I think my, my jaw pops out of socket ever since I got my uh, wisdom teeth taken out when I was like 18. Do you remember that dude at the warehouse who bit it, who, he, like he had a bad habit of chewing on his tongue? Yeah, I do. I don't remember his name. We shouldn't say I, it anyway. I know exactly what his name is. I, we shouldn't say it anyway. He would get, you would talk to him. He would get I, I worked with him every single day. Yeah, was, I know exactly who you're talking he was about. Also, he was also kind of a jerk anyway. But uh, Yeah, he was... He had a heart of gold when she got to know him. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He let you in there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the inner circle. Heart of gold. I used to call him uh, George Jones. Oh, does he look like George Jones? To me, he did anyway. I guess I, I wouldn't know. I'd always go, how's it going, George Jones? <laughs> I wouldn't know what George Jones looks like here on this episode of Late to the Party with Travis. Well, James. oddly enough, he looked just like the guy we're talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. He's been gone for a long time. Was he gone when you left? No, he was still there, I think. Did you know they hang... I'm not going to say his last name, but his first name was Gary. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that they hang... Uh, people who retire, they hang a shirt in the warehouse with their name and the number of years that they were... For reals? Yes. When did they start that? Um, um, How many times is Craig going to get a shirt? Uh, Craig He's doesn't. retired at least twice already, Craig's right? Only been, Craig's only been there as long as I have. I mean, he'll get a shirt retirement at this point if he does retire. He retired when I first started that, and, and they, they came back. They don't, he doesn't get both of those. <laughs> he's, he's 20 years, same as me uh, at this point. 20 years. Holy cow. When uh, I started in 95, do you remember, I guess that makes sense. Uh, I hate to use a real name. Do you remember Dwayne Fromm? <laughs> yeah, I remember I think Dwayne. when he retired was the first time that they did the rafters thing. Good old Dwayne. Yeah. He was, yeah, a, he was a good guy. I liked him. Yeah. Yeah. He was on your crew. Was he? Wasn't he on? Uh, I don't think maybe he I'm was. thinking of a different Dwayne. No, you're thinking of Dwayne. You're thinking of Dwayne C. Dwayne C. He is also retired. Yes. He was also on uh, inventory, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he would, he would so. come up in the cage when I worked in the cage. And He's a bit of, bit of a prickly gentleman. Like stand right next to me. That's he, why I was like, yeah, sure. He's a nice guy. I was going <laughs> He had uh, funny speech impediments. Like, uh, he was from the town of Hooper, which oh, yeah. most locals call Hupper, <laughs> but he would call Herper. Herper? Uh, tequila was known as Kakila. Um, <laughs> computers, he would call them Pooters. Pooters? I was getting on the pewter. I was getting on the no, pewter. 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 The pewter. And then the big one, 
we could not get him to say the word envelope. He wouldn't even attempt it. <laughs> that so. thing, what you put letters in. He wouldn't, he wouldn't even say it. Wouldn't even try. <laughs> um, no, Dwayne Fromm, and I hate to use this, but he's never going to hear this if he hasn't slipped this mortal coil. He was the bobblehead guy. Oh, he's an older gentleman. Yes. Yeah. He, he, was, was a, he was a really nice guy. He was up in like repair, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. So, there, hey, you've had your uh, My Work History corner. You're welcome, everybody. Do I get something hanging up in there? No. I was there you for did. 12 years. I don't. They might. I think the lowest that they have is I think there's an 18 up there, and I think that's the lowest they have. Huh. So I need but to come also, back? Did you? I don't know if that counts as retiring. I don't think so either. Yeah. I'm like a, an alum. Yeah, you're an alum. Certainly. I should be able to get something. Yeah. Like a chair in the break room. I'll see if I can get you a free hot dog. <laughs> Will you write my name underneath a chair in yes. the break room? Yes, I'll totally do that. I'm up for crimes. Good. All right, now we're talking. I'll, I'll, I'll carve in there, Travis was here, and then just below it, so was Red. <laughs> Used to have a lot of fun in that break room. I remember we had a... It was the equivalent of a fart machine, but it made different sounds. And it had one that it made a cat meowing. <laughs> So I hit it underneath the garbage bag in the garbage can, <laughs> and the the maintenance guy kept coming in there, and I would I would hit the button and it would start meowing, and he was looking all over. I don't know where this cat is. There's a cat in here. So he was looking all over the break room in the every cupboard, everywhere but underneath that garbage can where the thing was. <laughs> and well, you were just peeing yourself in the corner. Oh yeah, we used to do terrible things like I. Uh, he would always pick up change, which, the same guy. Which maintenance staff member was uh, I, I remember his name, but I'm not going to say it because oh, it's okay. me. And uh, so one day we decided, uh, I guess I decided, to uh, get some super glue and glue the change down. <laughs> so he kept kicking any, it and give, it wouldn't move. Give me, a, give me a slight physical description. Uh, he, he was an older gentleman, skinny, glasses, big glasses, had a beard. Oh. His name was Joe. Does that oh, help you? Yeah, he was he, super nice. He was he, great. Yeah, yeah. He retired with his model trains. Yeah, I would. Lo- yeah, he was a model train guy. Yeah, I retired. loved getting him laughing, and that's part of the reason I would do these to him because yeah, when I, he would start you know laughing, eventually, being, I don't think that was being mean to him. I think Joe would have taken that. No, I loved Joe. Humor. You know who I saw working at the Salt Palace is Dom. Do you remember Dom? Yes. He doesn't still work there, does he? No. <laughs> I saw him I at think, the Salt yeah. Palace at Fan X. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to go say hi, but I don't think he would remember me. Uh, probably for the best. I walked by and said hi, but I was I was like, should I say, hey, I used to work with you? But he was just like, hi. <laughs> so I was like, okay, he doesn't remember me. It's cool. Travis, I feel like I'm monopolizing. How, how's the mail How's the mail service? Eh, it's still going. You flip any trucks lately? We, we haven't pulled the plug on it yet. No? Going to keep on, keep on, keep on, keep I'm, on mailing till the end of the night? Yeah. I'm just hoping it's not super crazy this year. Super crazy. Uh, it's, it's like super crazy every Christmas. Day. I know, but I hope it's not as crazy as it was the last few years. Oh. Hopefully it won't be as bad. Oh. So I have well, more free time. Uh, if you're out there among our listening audience and you're thinking of uh, sending a package locally, reconsider. Just just go with go with UPS. No, send it because that's what pays my retirement. Oh. <laughs> don't so, stop using sounds it. Sounds like you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth here, Travis. No, I just don't want Amazon. That's the difference. Send your stuff through the post office. Just, I mean, Amazon's delivering a lot of their own stuff now. So that's what will make the difference for me this year. Oh, okay. 
Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. So, Trap, Trap, what's up, man? Oh, not too much. What do you got for me? Did a little stand-up last weekend. That was fun. How'd that go for you? The Wise Guys, Jordan Lanning. It was a lot of fun. Uh, two different two different acts. One uh, Friday night was a guy named Johnny W. He he was really funny. And then the second night was Mike Goodwin. And they were both in town to do dry bars, so they were kind of flip-flopping. Oh, okay. uh, one of them headlined up there, and then the other one did dry bar, and then they changed. That was fun. Got to got to hang out with them, meet them a little bit. And then, yeah, I went, went and saw Terminator Dark Fate after the show. We can the get into that. The darkest of fates. We can get into that later if you want or right now, anybody, whichever. Anybody interesting coming up through the through the wise guys that's worthy you want to give a shout well, out or I'll, worthy of note? I'll mention a show that I'm on right now. Oh. Uh, it's uh, the 29th and 30th of November at the Downtown Club. And it's a guy named Steve Simone. He's He's from L.A. He's been part of the comedy store for a long, long time. Okay. I'm I'm pretty excited to to work with him. So that should be a lot of fun. He's really positive guy. He has he's actually starting a a uh, a movement. Not a movement. A uh, not, what's the word? Charity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a movement of sort. He's starting a charity <laughs> called Help Help Steve Help, and it, he's starting small. Like he's uh, getting donations and giving them to people at the. Ronald McDonald house at his hospital that's near him or something like that. But he's going to try and branch it out and he's a good dude. So I'm excited to work with him. So good. Great. Perfect. Yeah. So let's Travis, let's get dark. Let's get dark. Let's get dark. All right. In a fate sort of way, a fatey way. So you went inside dark fate. Yes. Before the, before the program, you, uh, you, you spoiled pretty much all of it for me, right? Yeah. More or less. I, you know, I gotta say, you, you, you explain it to me. Um, it seemed pretty convoluted, and maybe seemed like I don't know that it would. I, I will be interested to maybe watch it. it. Just doesn't sound like it's really gonna hit me very hard. But it sounds like you liked it. Yes, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I saw it at ten forty-five mm. at night. Didn't that get out until about one thirty. <laughs> Where did you see it at? Uh, at the Cinemark in... Did you see this on a whim, or you you were like, ah, these are the only tickets I well, can get? Well, no, no, it was kind of like, I think I want to go see a movie. And then I mentioned it to the comic that was there that night, Johnny W. And he's like, I'll go. Can I go? And then he had a buddy there, so the three of us went and saw it. And it was a lot of fun. I liked it. Pretty much everything you see in the trailer comes from like the first 30 minutes of the movie so there's not spoilers in the trailer which is something that we all you know get frustrated with when they give away the ending in the movie in the trailer but they didn't do that and there is a lot of retconning it basically is now terminator 3 it kind of eliminates all the other terminators from the from the storyline was there retconning in the way of say they found ways to wipe away what had happened previously, or is it like the most recent Halloween movie where they're let, where it came across as this is a direct sequel to the like is, it, it's is, like that it's like that it's like yes. they just don't even acknowledge it though yeah they happened. don't even acknowledge Terminator three we're, we're or Genesis know or Doctor Salvation Doctor Who's role in in everything from Terminator Genesis no nope, we're, we're never going to get know. that no. Nope. <sighs> Well, he who was he anyway? He was you know, really. I, that only comes from that he I, was I basically was, Skynet as a person, right? Something like that. Really briefly, yeah. I don't think it was a matter of like he was. It was that was who was choosing to inhabit at the right. time. 
it was just a funny thing of I think it was like an Entertainment Weekly spread that had like all the major players in it, and Matt Smith was on that cover, and then mm-hmm. he's just you, you know, it's almost like Paul F. Tompkins in there will be blood. You only know if you know that he's in it. You that's the only way you know that he's in it. <laughs> so all the old movies now they're pays, they're basically like a Star Wars Legends almost. <laughs> I mean, they exist. We can have fun with them if you like them, but. They're not they're not official canon now. Yeah. So this one is basically the third movie that is official canon. Linda Hamilton was great in it. Uh, I can't remember the name of the lady that's the the new good Terminator. She's not really a Terminator. Spoilers. She's an android, enhanced. She's, she's an enhanced. She's an human. Andinator? She's an enhanced human, and she tears it up. Uh, Diego Luna, I think that was his name. Is oh, are the, you talking about Mackenzie Davis? Yeah, Mackenzie Davis. That's right. Everybody in it was good. There's really only like six characters in the entire movie, yeah. and they're all really good. Okay. And I, I like the story. I, I, maybe it was just the way I was telling it to you that it seems convoluted. I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't think it's you. It sounds like it's pretty. There's but, a lot going on. I had a lot of fun with it. There's a lot of accent or action. A lot of accents. There are a lot of accents too, actually, because a lot of it takes place in Mexico. But we, oui, we, oui, and then Sarah also Connor. Arnold has an accent. I don't even think that's the real. I will be back, Sarah <laughs> But there's a ton of action in it. I like those what they did with the story, personally. So I mean, it's a lot of fun. I recommend you go see it. Get it before it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, it only made like twenty nine million dollars. Saying all that, like uh, opening after, weekend so. after Terminator Three with the Terminatrix, after mm-hmm. Salvation, that's kind of known to be a bit of a snooze, and after Genesis, which is just buck crazy weird. Why? Why did we <laughs> even make this movie? The one where they genuinely try to get the story rolling is maybe the one that's end up gonna put a bullet in Terminator, which of course it's, it's not going to put a bullet in it. It's a viable franchise. Like if, if nothing else, keep making movies because people will buy comics or t-shirts or whatever. I actually heard in the last couple days that the, uh, I don't even know if it's true, but, uh, there are claims that there are people outraged on the internet because, uh, the feminist, the feminist views of the, of the new Terminator movie. Honestly, I don't think it came across as feminist at all. They just happened to place uh, women in the the roles that they did. Yeah, so I don't. That's good enough for those. There's, no, I know, but there's no screw men or any of that kind of stuff. There's none of that talk no, going on. Travis, they're just strong they made characters. Women, the strong front characters. Right. That's an insult to those kind of people. Well, if if that's what makes you mad, you probably have some issues. You, I don't know. There's medications out there, guys. But yeah, I, I just want to say there was no like men are garbage. There was none of that going on. It was just they were good characters and they were strong characters. Yeah. So if good that's a problem, then dark I, if that's why it didn't make money, that's pretty sad because I really enjoyed it. Oh, I don't. I I think it didn't make money because there's been so there has been convoluted movies in the Terminator series. And I think general people don't like, I I, I saw a guy, uh, it was asking why is Arnold old in this one? Like if you don't know that, then you're probably not going to enjoy the movie. Yeah. They did that in, in Genesis. Right. And it's, it's just that, you know, he's got basically human skin on him on the outside and that ages. But if you don't know that you're probably not going to like the movie. So if you have to explain that to somebody, 
then they're probably not going to go see it. So maybe it's time to, I don't know. (laughs) I enjoyed the movie, but maybe it's time to stop making them for a while. And maybe no more Arnold in them. That's because he's in his 70s. He's it's it's a uh, they either digitally like buffed him up or he got on steroids again because he doesn't look like he did a couple years ago when he was governor. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know, those pictures that surfaced where he was all chubby and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't look like that anymore. Well, I mean, he had a few years, but. You know, I know, but he's also in his seventies. Yeah, he's also in his seventies. That's the thing. It was who would ever like? I mean, the obvious thing is like, oh well, The Rock can do it, but that's just The Rock is in his late forties. He's also he's roided out too. He's also very roided out, but also (laughs) he's also got too much personality. Yeah, yeah, and Arnold did a good job in this. I'm not saying that he did bad and they, that's old. why they should stop doing old. it. It's just apparently, I think, maybe the story has passed by the interest of the general public at this point. So if you really like Terminator movies, you're probably going to love this like I did. I, but I think just... It it might be in the same place that like Star Wars is, that, that other franchises are, that there is an aging audience who's still kind of there for it, but can't really exactly be satisfied... And then it's like right. yeah, younger people like Terminator. Who get, like what? Who gives a who gives a damn? Uh, this isn't what I'm here. Like it, they're struggling to find a way to get a younger generation to like these things. And I don't think casual fans are are going to care much about it. Obviously, because it only made twenty nine million dollars. But it was really cool to have Sarah Connor back in there. It felt like there was a compass because it's the Sarah Connor story, really. And then when you took Sarah Connor out of the previous three movies, I know they put it back in with Amelia Clark. She was in uh, Salvation, but it wasn't Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor. Because she wasn't in three and she wasn't in uh, Salvation. She was in technically Genesis, but it wasn't Linda Hamilton. But it was cool to see that storyline back. Well, James Cameron had to like beg her to to do that, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Because I don't think she's been doing much acting, but... I thought she did great considering she hasn't been in a whole lot lately. Yeah. She did a great job, so. Well, good luck out there, Terminator Dark Fate. She knows how to shoot missiles. Okay, cool. There's helicopter chases. There's hey, plane chases. There's all, all like sorts of good stuff. Do any of the helicopters explode? Yeah, of course. Good. Okay. Uh, you know what, Travis? I'm back on. There's a fight on a big dam. You a know, big like damn what? A big damn dam. Oh. With water running down everywhere. It's cool. <laughs> you ever see, want to see a Terminator underwater? Um, I don't know. I, what was it? Uh, Alien Resurrection taught me that I guess I really don't want to see aliens underwater. Actually, that seems all right. Well, they swim. They're pretty graceful, the actually. The with the aliens underwater is all right. I take a, okay, I do want to see a Terminator underwater. <laughs> You don't see a lot of them underwater, but they do go underwater. Is, is there any Terminator nudity? Uh, technically, yeah, but you don't really see. You don't see the stuff that you can't show. Does that make sense? It's like uh, look if, if you can see his back. That's not what I'm. It's talking It's Instagram about. nudity. Is there? Is there? <laughs> Travis, is there Terminator nudity? No, there's no. All right, I'm back there's, out. There's no way. I'm back out. I don't want to see it anymore. There, it, it's like I said, Instagram nudity. It's. Uh, strategically placed. I want to see those. So you can old, see uh, sides of things, but not. 
I want to see those seventy-year-old Schwarzenegger cheeks. No, he's he's been there for a long time. He's he's not naked at all. You're gonna miss out on that one. It's just the the younger Terminators. The younger Terminators. Yeah. That's ageist. I you know we need to be kind to our aging Terminators. Eh. They work hard on their body. I was I was I, I've been noticing lately that uh, you especially on like because uh, I deliver to some elderly people male, male and things like have that. You've been checking out their posteriors. No 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 no. But used to get stuff and it would have like advertisements and it would have you know grandmother looking women on these advertisements. It was like. Uh, think of think of the old lady from uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. No one wants to see Barbara Bush. Okay, think yeah, Bar- they all look like Barbara Bush. Now you've got these like uh, I don't know if they are you know they're they're doing they're doing their walking and they're super fit and they've got stylish haircuts and they're trying to be like how, attractive seventy year old women. How dare they? But I'm saying in advertising, that's what it's come to. Like you're you're advertising to elderly people, but you're showing like the most attractive elderly people you can find. At what point is it okay just to be a normal looking person? Like even it, even elderly people now have to look at like the most gorgeous elderly people on the planet. No, life is not a Viagra commercial. It's not. Maybe not for you. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like... Travis, I'm spending a lot of time in, like, clawfoot tubs in the wilderness. I'll have you know that. Why? Like, you've worked your whole life. Now you're retired and you have to, like, be self-conscious that you're not as attractive as the people on the Centrum Silver commercials. Like, come on. At what hey, point man, can J- you just Jamie be Curtis a normal person? Jamie Lee Curtis is that yogurt for, for poo health. Like, you know, it's... <sighs> Maybe she's the one that started it. Are you gonna? Yeah. Are you gonna begrudge Jamie Lee Curtis? I don't begrudge her because I mean, at least like look at Halloween. She's at least willing to play a normal looking person. Like in Halloween, she has crazy frizzy white hair and she's not wearing a ton of makeup or anything like that. She looks like a normal person in that movie. I'm not gonna disagree with you on that. Stop trying to sexualize our <laughs> our nanas. Sexual. I want you to sexualize my nana. <laughs> no sexy nanas. Give me them. Give me them sexy nana toes. <laughs> <laughs> no more sexy nanas. That's all I'm saying. I'll take your sexy nanas anytime. <laughs> so, all right. That's enough. That's enough sexy nana talk. I suppose. <laughs> um, I went and saw Jojo Rabbit, dude. Uh yeah. I want to see it. Apparently, my son went and saw it too, and so I was gonna like choose between that and Terminator, but it wasn't playing in the theater I saw. Yeah. Cause it's not able to find, I was only able to find one theater. It's not officially coming out till this weekend. Apparently really? like it, yeah, it had like a soft opening and, and that's what, how the hell did I see it then? Because they opened it at a few theaters. It was playing in the last two weeks, just kind of, you know, spotty here and there, but I guess it's going to be wide release starting this Friday. So, I'm going to try and catch it. I wanted to watch it, but I didn't get around I to it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, some of the early parts of it, there is, like, I mean, <laughs> it feels it feels kind of like something Mel Brooks would maybe make. <laughs> like, early parts of it, like, there, there's a lot of Heil Hitlering. There's a lot of, it's a little, it's, it's a little uncomfortable. For some of the early, and the, even even finishing it, there's a little bit of conflict of of 
somewhat humanizing of Nazis that I'm not entirely on board with. Yeah. But I really liked it. And Everybody's also, way good in it. It looks really good, and I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it, but I do wonder, like, should we make Hitler, like, a, a silly character? I don't know. I think I think Taika Waititi doing it is what makes it all right. Okay. Why is that? Just because he's Taika Waititi. And, and he's, he is just devouring scenery. Does he's, he call him Hitler? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not like his name is Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> no, no. The... Uh, this isn't a huge, but like it, the the main character, the kid's name's Jojo. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Hitler is just Hitler. Okay, is actual Hitler in it as well? Actual Hitler, like on TV or anything? I don't remember. If, I mean, it's not Taika Waititi doing it. I, like whenever Taika's in it, it we're on first name basis. Taika yeah. and I. He's whenever, clearly imaginary friend. Yes. He's drop dead, drop dead Adolf. He's, he's drop dead Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> drop dead Hitler. Yeah, yeah, but he's drop dead Hitler. <laughs> um, no, it, it's just it, it. You'd have to see it. it. It there's just a part of me that that feels like I feel like a lot of people. I I worry that there's going to be an audience of people that go see it and the the message they get out of it is like you know what they were all people too right. Yeah. Uh, but but you know what I don't I I want to make my feelings known about that like there's a little bit of discomfort there but that is what it is overall every everyone in it's great hey you want to hear a hot take you want to really hear a hot take Scarlett Johansson's good uh, Asian American Scarlett Johansson really diversified <laughs> the whole show ScarJo ScarJo no Scarlett Johansson's fine in it. she's she's really endearing as JoJo's mom. I really like Scarlett Johansson in pretty much everything. Here's a, here's a real hot take. Sam Rockwell was good in something. Are you are you being sarcastic? No, right? I'm being sarcastic. Like Sam, I was Sam like, he's, I thought he was good in everything. Yeah, Sam Rockwell's oh, okay. good in everything, and he's really good in this. Uh, Rebel Wilson is good in it, and I don't think she falls down any. Really? Yes. Wow. She didn't fall down or or. Uh, Pooper pants or anything like that, or no, you know, some. I oh. mean, she's she's played as silly, but like everyone, just about everyone in the movie is played as like silly slapstick goofballs. Mm. Uh, the kid who's JoJo, Roman Griffin Davis, excellent. Uh, there are two. There are two actors. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to uh, Tomasin, uh, Thomason. I'm not sure how you would pronounce Thomas with in on the end. Thomason McKenzie is the young lady in Elsa, and uh, what is this kid's name? Archie Yates. I would have sworn to God that Archie Yates was Nick Frost's kid, and I would have sworn to God that Th- Thomason McKenzie was Jodie Foster's daughter. Hmm. Like the 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 little kid Archie Yates, this little chubby kid. Like you, he has every Nick Frost feature. Really, every single one. I thought he could, he looked like uh, Doofus from Ducktales. You're not you're not so you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're also not wrong with that. He looks like a little like a human version of Doofus from Ducktales. <laughs> so the the young lady that's in it, she really, really, really looks a lot like a young Jodie Foster, hmm. and, wow. and is good like a young Jodie Foster. Uh, freaking who else is in it? Alfie Allen's in it. He's he's a little more in the background, but he's also quite nice in it. Um, who's the other guy that I'm thinking of that was in it? Oh, I'm forgetting. Oh yeah, Stephen Merchant's in it briefly, and he's really good. 
just everything. It's a, it's a really fun, it's a really funny, without even being particular, it's not really a particularly dark film, which I was surprised. I thought it was going to be really dark. Hmm. It's, it's a very heartwarming, very heartbreaking, very funny without really being particularly dark humor movie. So are the, the children more innocent and the adults a little more sinister or? Um, Cause I don't have a problem with portraying oh yeah, the, ki- the kids are the chil- sinister because they did pretty much force children to think this way. It, I will say this about it is uh, I got out of it. Some interesting, uh, like some interesting messages about indoctrination and like, you know, uh, filling people up with a sense of patriotism to mm-hmm. like not question what they're being told to do or not questioning what they're told to feel about other human beings. That's basically been going on since the beginning of human beings. Oh yeah, but I mean, it just it kind <laughs> of it's feels sad. it kind of feels like a message about like you know you don't have a ton of control over what your views end up being. You you end up being right. whatever you end up being whatever you're raised at as or at best somewhat breaking beyond that but even that's going to be you get kind of indoctrinated by something yeah i mean some like i have things that i used to think i'm you know i'm not super proud of and my parents didn't teach me that stuff it's something i learned you know by going to school or by by seeing other people act that way or something like that and i mean that's just kind of something that humans do is you don't you either feel threatened and feel like you need to join in or you just join in out of like, obviously not world war two. That's, but like nowadays you would join in on something cause you don't want to be the, you don't want to be the person that isn't well it, acting I mean, a certain I think way. It, I think it's be, and that's what I said about it. It's odd thinking that there's a certain type of person that would maybe go to that movie and go like, Oh look, you know, they were all people too. They're all just doing the best they can in a bad situation. When I feel like some of the message of it, ends up being hey you know you can have things like patriotism like love for your country or like i don't even know if i'm using the word right populism just the idea of like everyone around me is believing this and if i don't be this thing that everybody else is being i'm going to be weird and there's something wrong with me well the thing about the nazis is they legitimately might murder your whole family if you don't cooperate (laughs) That's yeah. that's why Nazis are way different than than everybody else. It's not about like not fitting in. Oh, certainly, it was sh- about I, I could die and everyone I love could die as well. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not outright saying that there are people who are are literal Nazis. I'm saying right. Although there have been a few literal Nazis that have been maybe uh, Travis. We don't need to get into that. Right. But you know where I'm going with it. Jojo Rabbit. I really like it. Uh, it's heartwarming. I think you would genuinely love it. Oh, I'm sure I will. I, I like Taika Waititi's sense of humor. I like, I mean, he did the Flight of the Concords. I really liked uh, What We Do in the Shadows. So fun in it. He is so fun. And he's just... Uh, Thor Ragnarok. I will, I will say, I don't know that he is even trying to do the best Hitler impersonation. And there are maybe some moments that it feels like he's breaking character a little bit, but it, it just <laughs> doesn't matter because he's so magnetic and so funny whenever he's on screen. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think that's a role where you have to do a perfect impersonation. Yeah. I will say, especially considering it, you're a, a fictional imaginized version. I would, unless you've found out more about it, I think you will go to it and it will be a much different movie than you thought it was going to be. Hmm. 
Well, I look forward to seeing it. It's it's so, on my to watch list. So get them. You get them. Get them. Uh, we had a. Uh, how was your Halloween? We we had Halloween. <laughs> Uneventful. Mine too. I. Uh, um, I've been doing overtime at work, and I kind of got home and was just a little on the worn outside, and I just went downstairs and kind of hid out while Cindy and Gabe took care of trick-or-treaters. And apparently we got more trick-or-treaters than usual this year. Oh, yeah? Including a They group were working of, overtime, too. A group of my brother's friends who were, like, reverse trick-or-treating. <laughs> a friend of my brother's has this luchador outfit that is silver and blue. <laughs> it has a Pepsi logo on the head. Wow. And he goes out as Pepsi Man. And so they just had tons and tons of Pepsis and were giving them to people. Hmm. So. That's cool. That was, that's kind of the, the, the high, I would say the highlight of my Halloween was Pepsi Man. Did so you see the, the video part. going around? It was on somebody's uh, ring doorbell or whatever. Of the kid giving the candy. Yeah, because he gets up to the bowl and the bowl's empty and you can see, I don't know if it's like his siblings coming up the stairs or whatever. But he pulls a bunch of candy out of his bag and puts it into the bowl so they can get candy. Yeah. What a good kid. Yeah, good kid. There's good still kid. good people in the world. There are, there are a few. No, there's there's more than a few. Ah, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, there's good people out there. Well, speaking of good people, I watched uh, Friday the 13th Part 2 on Halloween. That was fun. Is it full of good people? <laughs> Friday the Not 13th really. Part 2. Is Friday the 13th? Is uh, fr- No, I'm thinking of Halloween that was supposed to be more of an anthology series. Am I right? Yeah, I think I haven't seen all of them to be honest. With the Neither Halloween, I. I just remember one of those, and I think it's Halloween was wasn't meant to be about Michael Myers all the time. It was supposed to be more of a yeah. Each movie was a different like Halloween theme. But Which I mean, Friday the Thirteenth, the the first one, the mom is the killer. Yeah. The second one, it's grown up Mike. Uh, so sorry, Jason Voorhees. It's okay, I would have done that too. And he's wearing a sack on his head. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Which is threw it, me. I was like, he's wearing a sack. Isn't it the third movie when he finally gets the hockey mask? Yes. Does he even have the hockey mask in the first one? First or second, no hockey mask. Wow, that's so crazy. So, yeah. His his uh, patented hockey mask doesn't show up till the third movie. But it, it was fun. I mean, it's a typical... It's the formula, you know? People come back to the lake. They're like, ah, that was all... It's all made up. Nobody really died here. And then Jason comes back from the dead or wherever he's been. Kills a bunch of people in different ways. It's fun. Uh, there is a scene in there. There's a, there's a, a young lady. Uh, she's an adult, like college-aged. And uh, she's looking for her dog. She brought her dog named Muffin. And she's out going, Muffin, Muffin. And can't find Muffin. So she goes by the lake. She's like, well, I guess I'll go skinny dipping. <laughs> So she's, she gets uh, down naked. 80s. You see a little frontal, and I, I like nudged my wife, and I said, "It looks like she found muffin." Oh, Travis! <laughs> I just love the you're looking for your dog, but you're like, well, I might as well skinny dip for a minute. Was there any elderly nudity? No elderly uh, nudity in this. I'm one. out. I don't want to see it. Thank goodness. Uh, it was. Uh, it's fun. There's a, there's one point. There's a, there's a guy in a wheelchair, and uh, Jason like slits his throat or whatever and then the guy goes rolling backwards down this long flight of stairs in his wheelchair it's it's like that i knew i knew as soon as i saw the guy in the wheelchair i'm like they put him in there because there's a gag and that was the gag that he goes he goes rolling down the stairs there's a wheelchair bound (laughs) character in uh nightmare on elm street 
I can't remember where the three or four is the Dream Warriors. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen any of those. I don't know. There was no reason for me to bring that up, but now you know. Now you know. But speaking of it, uh, we're gonna we are gonna watch those because we also watched uh, Jason versus Freddy, or is it Freddy versus Jason? I think it was Freddy versus it's Freddy Jason. versus Jason. That was on I want to say Hulu. I think we watched on Hulu, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, Penny was like, "Wait, Freddy Krueger has a sense of humor." He's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> She's that like, we're all, definitely watching those now. That is his, oh my God. <laughs> the first Nightmare on Elm Street is so corny. Like, I almost couldn't even call it scary at this point. It's so silly. Well, yeah, Freddy versus Jason wasn't scary. I don't think the Friday the 13th are scary either. Yeah. It's just fun. I don't know. My wife is super into that. My uh, wife. I'm sorry. Yeah. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> she loves, like, ridiculous kills in movies like yeah. the more ridiculous and gory well, i mean considering the harder she's like gonna laugh stuff yeah you're gonna yeah. get a lot of that so we're gonna we're gonna finish up on uh the uh Who won? uh well i mean technically i think jason is it one of those things where nobody wins more or less i think they were probably it's gonna just do like stages of each one winning a little bit and then in the end yeah. they decided to fight together against the true evil <laughs> no no they didn't do the true evil for that one have you seen Freddy versus Jason? No. So the premise is Freddy has kind of gotten been forgotten because the town, whatever town Elm Street is in, figures out that they're going to take every teenager that has ever met Freddy or had him enter their dreams and they give them this experimental drug that basically puts them in a coma, a dreamless coma, and they're going to take away his power because his power is fear. So they never speak his name out wow, loud. I thought Terminator Dark Fate was convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> so they never speak the name out loud and everybody forgets about Freddy. So Freddy's just kind of stuck in hell or whatever like that. So he wakes up Jason Voorhees, disguises himself as Jason's mother and tells, says, this is your mother. I need you to go to Elm Street, which apparently is right down the road from Camp Crystal Lake. So he goes down, he goes to Elm Street and starts killing people. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And it brings back the memory of uh, everybody thinks it's Freddy Krueger back again. So his memory, he starts getting stronger because of the fear. So then he comes back and he's about to murder this girl. And Jason murders her in real life before Freddy can murder her in the dream. So then that's why they start going against each other. He's like, they're mine now. You're useless. I don't need you anymore. So so they start fighting in a dream. Then they start fighting in real life. And it's funny. And they, they, they end up fighting it, it like basically at Camp Crystal Lake. But there's like a big development coming in. So there's all this construction equipment wait, wait, everywhere. Was the big development company the true evil they had to fight? No. No, because it's just in, uh, construction equipment. It's basically just a way to you know shoot rebar through Jason and stuff like okay, that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and to have explosions because they've got all these uh, tanks of like compressed gas and stuff. So they blow it up. So <laughs> it's fun. If you <laughs> so you liked it then? Yeah, I liked it. It was fun. So if you liked that, then had John Ritter's son in it. Oh. I can't. Jason Ritter is it? Jason Ritter. I think it's just. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah, he's in the movie. So if you liked that, the I feel like you need to move on to the ultimate of dumb Friday the 13th. Okay. Which is Jason X, Jason in Space. I think I have that one on DVD. Maybe that's the one I don't have, though. It's one of the newer ones. 
I mean, new. I I, I know I have Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, Jason takes Manhattan's probably pretty goofy too, but uh, Jason X is real buck wild. I think I've got one through ten. So if Jason X is ten, then I might have it. I think it. Yeah. So I might have that one. You're I don't have know. To, you're gonna have to I'll jump have to look. I, I'm working my th- my way through them slowly. <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, they're ridiculous, and I'm 25 years behind everybody else. But but they're fun. You're just late to the party. Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> I uh, finished Dolomite is my name. I really like that movie. Oh really? It makes me want to watch Dolomite. And honestly, that one is on Amazon Prime. No, that is on Netflix. No, the actual Dolomite movie. Oh, Dolomite the, is on the Netflix? The original one on is on Amazon, Amazon Prime? Prime, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Uh, it's just a really fun movie. Um, there's Honestly, it doesn't feel like they ever really face any particular adversity. Hmm. Like, the worst I think that ever happens is people tell him, like, we're not going to show your movie. And then he meets up with someone and goes, oh, I'll show your movie. So, from what I have heard... Basically, it's a, a guy that does stand-up comedy. He creates this character yes, basically to get some traction. Yeah. So it's the story of him becoming big with the character. Correct? Pretty much, yeah. Like taking the character from, uh, you know, from appropriating it from bums in the neighborhood <laughs> to using it on stage to making albums to, I think I'm going to make a movie. And how's Eddie Murphy all the way through? Good? He's great. Eddie Murphy's great in it. And I'm the kind of person that would have been like, like you know, uh, I went into it thinking uh, people are just happy to see Eddie Murphy again. Mm-hmm. So they're willing. Like, that happens with actors. That happens with actors like, so-and-so is back. They're great in this. And you go, see, like, no, you're just, you're just happy to see that, that actor back. Like Travolta in the 90s? Kind of, yeah. Because, kind I mean. Of, yeah, he's great in Pulp Fiction, but is he great in much else? Not really. Do we want to talk about Michael? I remember Michael. Do we uh, want remember to talk? Phenomenon? Yeah, I was I was going to Phenomenon. I was I was hitting those nuclear options. Didn't he have like a brain tumor and it gave yes. him powers he, or something it, like that? He had Superman cancer. Uh, face off. Face off is such a face off is such a stupid fun to watch movie. But isn't it funny? Like when it when it came out, people are like, it's got Nicolas Cage and John Travolta in it, and now you say face off. It's got, got Nicolas Cage, Cage and John Travolta in it. But they're actually, like... Have you seen Face Off recently? No, not for 20 years, probably. It is really, really, really out of control. <laughs> and honestly, when they do the switch... When they do the when they do the switch, they're mm-hmm. both doing pretty good impressions of one another. I, re- I do remember that was the thing about the movie that I actually liked, was... Seeing get, them act as somebody else. Get yourself, else. get a hold of Face Off and watch it. <laughs> it is bananas. It's got to be streaming it never somewhere. Stops. It never stops. It is relentless all the way through. The technology in it is so ridiculous. See, that's kind of what intrigues me about the new Jumanji. Is the Rock isn't being the Rock. The Rock is being Danny DeVito, and Kevin Hart is technically playing uh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. So I, I we'll see. It could be fun. And Jack Black is playing a few different people, basically, because yeah. it kind of switches characters on him. He goes back to the blonde girl, but he's also Moose, the big the big football player. So, I don't know. could be fun. Yeah. It looks fun to me, anyway. How do we get there? Oh, yeah, no. It, Face <laughs> Eddie off. Murphy, 
Eddie Murphy is actually he is just really good in it. He's yeah, really he's a watchable. Great actor. He's kind of, he's projecting range and stuff. I you know, if he got if he got nominated for an Academy Award of which I think is bunk and don't care about anyway, but if he did get nominated, I wouldn't think like that's a stunt or anything. Did he win for Dreamgirls? Not that I ever saw it. Don't I know he was nominated for Dreamgirls. Do not know. I can't remember either. But like I think uh what uh What's the singer that was on American Idol? Nope. She won, right? Nope. No way. She didn't no, win? No way I could possibly know what you're talking about. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. That was her name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she won for Dreamgirls. I have no way of knowing that. I don't know why I know. Because I never saw the movie. Yeah. Sometimes I, I just absorb, or absorb things I and they just stick. I couldn't. The only thing, like, they, they got the wrong person for the Academy Award recently. Or at least Michael... Michael Douglas read it wrong or something like that. Oh yeah, when they announced was it was Douglas? La La Land. Was that Michael Douglas? Uh, was that Michael Sheen? Or was it Charlie Sheen? I think it was Sheen. Was it Kirk Douglas? I don't remember who it was to be honest. Was it John Travolta? <laughs> that would make sense. No, John Travolta. I think John Travolta's shtick now is like he tries to kiss women and they turn away from him. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, but just so get the listen to this. Listen to these some of these people who are in it. Okay. It's like Murder's Row of this like is people. Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. So Eddie Murphy, Keegan Michael Key. We got Wesley Snipes, right? Wesley Snipes is really good in it. Wesley Snipes is back. Uh, you got Mike Epps. Okay. Craig Robinson. I've met both of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good guys? Yeah, great. Great. Awesome. Super awesome. Specific. I'll tell you a story about Mike Epps. Okay. Uh, it was the last time he was here. It was back when Mike it was Epps a, is really good a West it. Valley Club. He's a great comic. And this guy, he was on... I don't know if he was on meth or he was on something and he just stands up in the middle of Mike Epps show and stands up on the little tables and his arms are in the air and he's like, I am God or something like that. Like he was going nuts. So they drug him outside. I got there after they pulled him out. I talked to the guys that pulled him out and they're like, he was like a statue, like every muscle in his body was going 110 percent wow and they could it took like eight people to carry him out and they put him down on the ground and i uh like after the show gets out mike epps comes out and he gets down on the ground the guy's face down and the cops are like talking to the guy and he goes hey man this is mike epps i just want you to know everything's gonna be okay just just be cool everything's gonna be okay that's really nice. Yeah, he didn't have what to do nice that. Story. The guy kind of ruined his show <laughs> by having this trip, but he came out and he's like, "Hey, just everything's gonna be okay. Just, just be cool." What a nice story. Let these people take care like, of you. It's not. It, it's with a. It's with an enthusiastic kid instead of a crackhead. But there, there is kind <laughs> of a moment like that at the end of uh, Dolomite is my name. Oh, that's cool. So Craig Robinson's great too. Super funny. Craig Robinson is a guy that it makes me so happy to hear is a nice guy. He's yeah, the he's, kind of guy that I definitely want to be a nice guy. He's uh everybody on staff loved him. Every comic that I know that's met him loved him. He's got a comic that uh travels with him. He's got a couple actually. Uh one is Frankie Quinones. He's really he's really funny, but he's got another guy named Todd Rex. And not everybody knows who Todd Rex is, but he's one of the most well respected working comics out there like he opens for bill burr all the time and bill burr will say he's one of my favorite comics hmm. so if you ever get a chance to see todd rex go see him because he's an outstanding comic yeah. anyway back to you dolomite got, you got titus burgess oh okay he's really good uh snoop dog wow snoop dog snoop perfectly fun in it snoop dog has a, a new line of dog toys 
Are you saw, are you serious? Yeah, that's what I saw. I like I believe and don't believe that at the same time. Maybe it was fake. I just saw it for a second. I didn't inspect it, but it was like yeah, it had like a little picture of him on the packaging. It seems one like hundred It seems one hundred percent believable, and at the same time, like really, really, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Why not? Uh, unfortunately, Ti is in it. You you've been keeping up on Ti news today. Uh, I just saw that he was trending about. He goes to his daughter's OBGYN appointment oh, it is. to make sure there's she's a, still a virgin. There is a very particular quote in it that is super gross. I haven't read what he said, but people are acting like it's the end of the world. So it's look, man, to make sure her hymen is intact. Is that yeah? Oh, uh, you know what? Was, like, was he joking? No, no. In a minute, because I could kind of see if he was like, you know, my daughter's beautiful. I just want to make sure she stays pure. I, you know, like like a, a joke. It sounds like like a setup from the 90s. No, I will find you the quote. I will find <laughs> you the exact quote because it is real gruesome. All right. While you're doing that real quick, I'm going to tell you about a movie I saw called Shark Lake. It's on Amazon Prime. It's got Dolph Lundgren in it. It is by far the dumbest shark movie I've ever seen. Uh he is a smuggler of uh, exotic animals. I almost said erotic animals. <laughs> Travis. Travis, is there any is there any nan- animal nudity in this movie? Nanatoes. <laughs> Give me them nanatoes. Nanatoes are like, they're like weird knuckles and they're shaped sideways. You ever seen old ladies' feet? What? <laughs> what? Travis? Old ladies' feet look like, they look like tree beards' feet. Anyway, uh, sorry old ladies if you're listening. It's, Man, a, it's you, a stupid you're out movie. There, you're out there both advocating There's, for like normal-looking elderly women and at the same time, like, ladies, your feet are well, not so feet, freaking weird. Not their feet. That's weird. So basically, the, uh, he he gets he accidentally drives his van into the, to the lake somewhere in Nevada, and he's uh, smuggling a bull shark. And bull sharks can live in uh, fresh water, apparently. And this particular bull shark was pregnant. So bull sharks take over this lake, and they start like biting there's some women parasailing and one of them jumps up and bites their leg off you don't even see the leg get ripped off it's just they have a leg then they don't have a leg anymore and there's blood coming out it's it's pretty it's pretty dumb don't waste your time on it i just thought it was funny because dolph lundgren isn't it how how's dolph lundgren doing these days i mean the guy looks great he still can't act but he looks he looks like a an action hero yeah he's got that jaw his head seems way big. Oh, his head is huge, for sure. It's almost like it's somebody wearing a Dolph Lundgren mask. I think it was uh, when um, when uh, when he was in, what was that Keanu movie, um, Johnny Mnemonic? Mm-hmm. I think uh, Henry Rollins put out a photo of him next to Dolph Lundgren, and the, <laughs> the head ratio was terrifying. <laughs> He's got a big a big square head. Okay, I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't even is Ti a rapper? I don't even know who he is. I don't know, man. So, are you ready? Are you ready for this quote? Yes, I'm ready for the Ti quote. All right, viewer quote, discretion is advised. <laughs> the quote goes and follows. There's no f bombs in it, though. Right? I, don't I don't think so, but I'll I'll, I'll, okay. I'll keep it. Clear. All right, yeah. So it's this one time we go. I think this might have been after her 16th birthday. This is what we do. Right after her birthday, we celebrate, he said. Usually, like the day after the party, she's enjoying her gifts. I put a sticky note on the door. Gyno, tomorrow, 930. 
So we go and sit down, and the doctor will come and talk, and the doctor is maintaining a high-level professionalism. He's like, you know, sir, I have to, in order to share information, I'm like, Deja, they want you to sign this so that we can share information. Is there anything you wouldn't want me to know? See, doc, no problem. And so then they come and say, well, I just want you to know that there are other ways besides sex that the hymen could be broken, like bike riding, athletics, horseback, riding, and just other forms of athletic physical activity. So I say, look, doc. Pop rocks. I've heard pop rocks will do pop it. Pop rocks, really? Okay. <laughs> I, so, so, so I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. It sounds like I hope he's making it up. I don't know why you I would am, make that up, but I am given to believe from what I've heard that he is not making it up. That he is straight up like this is important to me. It sounds like he's a little too obsessed with his daughter. Yeah. As somebody that has a daughter and loves their daughter very much, that's a weird stance to have with your daughter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is a weird stance. Yeah. <clears throat> He's gonna, he, gonna, he is going to mess her up more than anything doing that. Probably. So. I mean, I think he's coming from a place of love, I want to say. I don't know what kind of love. It's a little weird. You know, like, hey, hot take out there, dads. Don't, don't worry too much about your daughter's hymens. Hot take. Don't well, worry about it. No, I think it's perfectly fine for a dad to worry about the things that their daughter is doing i don't know why you'd go public about it because <laughs> it almost sounds like he was bragging about it do you worry about that with your sons i worry about it with all my kids equally yeah well i mean there, I, I think that there is a difference between trying to raise your children to be responsible and being obsessed about if your children are spending time with people romantically at all i don't think that's unhealthy to not want your kids to do that it's all about responsibility man <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's that's, that's sort of they're that's right sort of as a parent to not want your kids to that do sort that. of be that's that he's taking sort of, it a little far is the problem that is the sort of weird behavior that leads a like to a girl like i am so sick of my weird dad we're gonna do this because my dad is weird yeah but a girl could also go weird because her dad is not around at all too a girl Travis, could also do weird stuff because Travis, her dad I, was perfectly fine and like boring. It sounds like you're advocating balance, and boy, I can't, I can't get with balance. <laughs> he's being weird. It's, it's a bit much. Yeah, I, I think he's taking it too far. Okay, that's my opinion. <laughs> Ti should be TF for too far. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, you've got me. Sorry, Texas Instrument. So, uh. So I'm, st I'm watching. Watch I'm watching Watchmen. Oh yeah. By and large, I am really enjoying it. This most recent episode had a very specific moment that I'm only going to refer to as the blue torpedo. Mm, did it have to do with somebody's gynecologist appointment? In a manner of speaking. <laughs> in a manner of speaking. The blue torpedo. Uh, look. Okay. Hey. Look. If you haven't watched the most recent episode of Watchmen, skip ahead a couple of minutes. So, um, so a new character has been introduced. Uh, it is the it, it, we found out who Sil, uh, Silk Spectre is. She is a cop who is 
played by Gene Smart, who is sort of chasing after, who who's mixing herself into this case and has been shown as like she hunts down vigilantes. Gene Smart from Designing Women, Gene yes. Smart, and she's hunting down vigilantes. Yes. Did you you haven't watched any you haven't watched any of Fargo, have you? No. She is boy. Would that be season two or season? I think it's season two. Yeah, it's season two Fargo. She's really good in it. Hmm. Uh, she's also in. Uh, Are Legion. there any Annie Potts sightings? Uh, have not. Are you saying you got the hots for the pots? I used to when Designing Women was on. Well, she was on <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yes. Whew. What a lovely gal. Yeah, I like an Annie Potts. Sure. She's got to be. She's got to be a nana now. Who was the other lady <laughs> on Designing Women? Uh, the biggest shoulder pads in the universe. Oh, what was her name? Hang on. Uh, I remember. God, so what if you're was looking her at, name? If you're Delta if, Burke. There you go. I'm, I'm like Burke. trying to think of like what is the, what is a Delta in nature? And then what was the other lady? Like the the boss lady. There was another lady. The older sugar baker sister. Uh, could not tell you that you you have you have exhausted my designing women knowledge. Hang on. Oh wait, no. Hang on. Hang on. It's right there. It's get right there? here. Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter. I think you're right. Dixie Carter. Who the else? The Sugar Bakers. Who else though outside of the women who was the main character? Uh Meshack Taylor. Meshack Taylor. <laughs> no, was that Meshack Taylor? Yeah. And then uh Jane Curtin was on there for a while too. Oh yeah, it was Meshack Taylor. Was she? Yeah. Good in the lady. in the later episodes or the later seasons. Oh boy, never. Didn't she think took th- Delta Burke's spot. You know, the funny thing is, I always knew I was going to talk about Gene Smart. <laughs> I was going to say, "Oh man, I I didn't think we were going to talk about designing women tonight," but you know, you know, everybody loves the Golden Girls. Nothing, not to take anything away from the Golden Girls. I would, but does anybody ever talk about designing women? Not as much as Golden Girls, but dude, Golden Girls is real good. Golden Girls is a better written show. <laughs> Golden Girls are real good. I don't want to take away from the design wing, but Golden Girls is the gold standard. It's in the name. It, it is. It is. So anyway, uh, Gene Smart. Like, hey, anybody who tuned back in because it's been a couple of minutes, we kind of got stuck on designing women, so you're going to want to go a little further. Um, so did you see the Watchmen movie? No. So her character was romantically involved with the Dr. Manhattan, the big blue guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, is this in the future? Like, yes, this pa- this series takes place in the this series takes place in the future from the original series. Like how many years in the future? Twenty or thirty. I don't okay, know. okay. Uh, so that lines up with yeah the age difference and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And um, so the story of it is is that the Doctor Manhattan character he kept like evolving intellig- as like this godlike being to the point of like he kind of just got detached from humanity. And stopped caring and left. Okay. At least I, I haven't checked in on him for a while. I think that that's close enough to explain what happened. So is he like a pessimist's take on Superman? Um, not really. Okay. I don't think so. Because he has a DC. I'm sure Alan Moore right? was talking about someone, but hmm. you know, and maybe maybe that was I don't know. I don't I don't I don't want to try to get into the mind of Alan Moore. But the so he left, and the whole. I bet there's a lot of dark. Twisted trees in his mind. Probably. That's what I imagine. A lot I of imagine. grouchy old trees. A lot of crunchy leaves. Yes. And um, the, the, I don't think it's the gag, but he also he evolved to the point like you just don't wear clothes. You just blue dick swinging all over the place. <laughs> so there's a point where she gets back to her hotel Babe room. the blue ox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. There's a point where she gets back to the hotel and she's by herself and she's kind of lonely and she opens this case and pulls out 
this thing that looks like a custom car part. <laughs> it is it is five or six feet well no five or six it's like two and a half feet long. But the thing that gets me like it doesn't it doesn't have like it doesn't have like the Snickers vein. It doesn't have features. It literally that's why I'm saying it looks like something that like Jesse James would be standing in front of a custom car and telling you, once we get this baby in, it's really gonna open her up. <laughs> it looks chrome and smooth and Man. Did you plan what you just said? What? That stuff? A little bit. Okay. Oh look. Oh look. The comedian. I'm not can, saying. I'm not com- saying it wasn't well written. I was just saying. Can tell that I did a bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it's. Because <laughs> if it was accidental, I just wanted to point out. <laughs> no. If you didn't realize what you were I, saying. Look, I came up with it earlier. I was today. like, you should acknowledge nah, the quality of what you was, just said. <laughs> but it. it Moments like that are so weird. Not like, you know, not like a giant giant blue dildo, but <laughs> moments in movies like almost like the ice skate up call, call it Papa Smurf from now on. It, Papa Smurf ain't. <laughs> no, no, sir. Papa Sm- Gargamel would be very scared. Um, so the thing of it is, is it, it's so it's so odd looking and so out of proportion. Like. It, it almost feels like I'm kink shaming because I'm sure that it appeals to someone. It's just really weird in that moment. It feels like a it feels like a prop. It feels like a moment where you're supposed to be like, oh, look at that thing. Like it's supposed to be in a uh, like a Johnny Knoxville movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> but that that said, I am still genuinely like <laughs> here, Travis. Since we're here, I, that that's it. Uh, okay, that's like I don't know, foot and a half maybe. But it's just like it's, it's completely. Not like, it's not like a rifle length, like you were describing. That look. <laughs> but it's also. Can you tell how it's like metallic and featureless? It looks like a a nineties. Uh, it looks yeah. It looks like a night. It looks like nineties router or something. <laughs> it looks like it looks like you would see that router. Thing. Get it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That thing looks like something you would see in the 90s on, like, liquid television. Of, like, we haven't figured out how to give textures to things yet. Just angles and smoothness and chrome. <laughs> I'm talking way too much about it. The episode's good. Okay. I'm still enjoying Watchmen. Um, I don't know. I guess it's, it's weird that now we, we're actually getting characters from the comic. And it feel, it oddly enough, the Watchmen show feels slightly weirder now that we're getting actual characters from the Watchmen comic. Hmm. We'll see how it goes. Interesting. I, well, I guess we always had, we always had Jeremy Irons, Ozymandias character, which Jeremy Irons, it's hard. It's hard for me to, I mean, Jeremy Irons takes you out of just about any movie that he's in. Right. But, uh, except yeah. the Lion King. Yeah. yeah. For some reason he fits perfectly as Scar. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So anyway. Watchmen still, still good. Still enjoying it. So, after after Halloween was over, we decided it's not quite Christmas, but it is Thanksgiving time. So my wife and I, we watched a movie on Hulu. It's called Pilgrim. <laughs> okay. I highly recommend it to anybody that likes gory, ridiculous <laughs> slasher type stuff. What it, what it is, is uh, this lady hires some... Oh, this isn't the one about how he has to fight the evil boyfriends? Nope, nope, not Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Just maybe it's the Pilgrim. I don't know. 
So this lady hires some pilgrim reenactors to come to their house over Thanksgiving to help them like appreciate the holiday a little bit more. And it turns out these reenactors are like, I don't know if they're crazy people, if uh, the the daughter in the movie summoned them because uh, she, she had to break the wishbone with her little brother and she made a wish that her family would go away or like something like that. So I don't know if she like summoned them somehow or if they were a cult. I don't know. It doesn't really explain, but there's a lot of like graphic stabbing and all sorts of like uh, bl- throwing up blood and stuff like that. It's, oh, fun. It's fun. It's, it gets banana. It starts out a little slow, but it, by the end it's like bananas crazy. <laughs> So Pilgrim, check it out. Check it out. It's check on it, Hulu. It is was... anybody in it? No. no. Nobody of note at all. No. But the people in it do a good job. It's it's ridiculous, but it's kind of fun. Uh I've been I've been reading something. Oh, what have you been reading? I have been reading uh is it Shondov? I believe it's Shondov and Mike Norton's Revival. Revival. Did I tell you about Revival? No, there's a tag team called Revival. This is not about wrestling. <sighs> okay. This is a sort of a zombie story, sort of, very loosely. Hmm. It's uh, like a small, um, uh, small like uh, Wisconsin-y type town where all of a lot the dead, of cheese, all of the dead rise from their graves, but it's not like like they just all. They all come back to life and are just themselves. Hmm. And the There's no consequences? Not initially. Or do they start falling apart? They start getting weird. Mm. But initially you So it's like pet cemetery. You're catching up in the you're catching up to this story after it's just like a huge like political news shitstorm in this town with a with like that has a small town worth of cops mm. trying to like you have you have like religious nuts trying to break the break the blockade and get in there to experience the rapture that everyone's experiencing you have like hmm. atheists showing up trying to show that there is no god you just, you have political people showing up trying to kind of steer the the whole thing and so it's and, like twitter yeah yeah it's <laughs> okay. like twitter showed up for these people that just like we didn't ask for this. We, some of us just, we woke back up and we don't know what's going on. And there, like, there's some, uh, like, let's just say there is a character who, who you find out later in it is what they call them revivers. You, you find out that there's a reviver who no one knew was a reviver. And the reason why she's like, well, we need, I got murdered. We need to figure out what happened. Mm. So, uh, great art, really interesting premise. That's a slight, slightly different take on zombies. Lots of really good intrigue, and it's you know I like Mike Norton. I like Sean Dove, good writer. So revival sounds like a good book. Check it out, and feels like something that there would eventually be a series of because it's, I'd say fairly original, right? Yeah, I think so. So I think there was a show on ABC a couple of years ago where dead people just reappeared oh you're thinking of uh family matters <laughs> no no i always get those confused though i can't remember what this one was called but it was kind of like that a little bit yeah i don't know i didn't watch it 
Uh, let's run through a, a few news things. The outlet? Uh, yeah, just a couple. Uh, Ant-Man 3 is officially happening. Okay. They're moving forward on that. I'm looking sure. forward. I wonder Ant-Man what... Ant-Man movies are fun. I wonder... They're fun movies, but they're kind of... I guess Ant-Man movies are kind of the least consequential to the MCU, really. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's the one that triggered the whole time going back in time and saving everybody. That's true. But nothing about that really happened in the movies. Like, not not in an Ant-Man, Ant-Man movie, Ant-Man's no. movies, none of them had anything to do with the... I guess you could he say... He went into the, the quantum realm. The quantum realm. Travis, just come on over to me. Come on over and say, like, <laughs> yeah, the thing about the Ant-Man movies is, like, uh, I don't think any of the other MCU characters do cameos in them. Not yet. I'm sure they will. I mean, it's that's like saying that uh, the Spider-Man movies didn't really have anything to do with... Iron Man was in Far From Home. Or not Far From Home. He was in Homecoming. Yeah, but... Or Doctor Strange. Or, I mean, you could... You can make that case for most of them. Well, I mean, but also Doctor Strange had one of the Infinity Stones. Yeah, but he he caused the entire going back in time and bringing everybody back. Yeah. If it wasn't for Ant Man, that never would have happened. Well, all the all I'm saying on it is we the two the two they've had are fun. I like both those movies, but I feel like Ant Man's the Ant Man movies are the least kind of important as far as telling all the MCU. So. If they make another, are they going to make another movie that's just another romp, or are they kind of like we're still not sure what Marvel's doing with Phase Four. Also, how far away has that got to be? I don't even know. I mean, what are they working on now? They've got uh, New Mutants coming out, Eternals, Eternal, and Eternals. Didn't there wasn't there news about Eternals and like they had to shut down production or something this week. Yeah, there was like a bomb threat or something. I yeah. think, and then uh, Black Widow. And other than that, I don't think there's anything else. Well, Black Panther 2 is coming. Yeah, but it's not in production or anything like that yet. No. It's no. it's down the road a ways. I mean, it's... it's some, And that's the other thing is, man, this stuff gets announced so far ahead of time. Like, uh, they put up that stuff for uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2 and then put up 2022. And I'm like, that is that may, that may as well be Narnia that so far in the future at this yeah, point. But it's also animation. It's going to take a little while. No, I'm... In no way am I saying that. It's just like starting the hype train that fast. Because aren't guess, you glad they're taking two years to do it right? Though? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, I think I've 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 gotten to a little bit of nerd movie fatigue. Of I like them being announced. I like hearing like a couple of trailers and maybe some news. But it's just like it's such a drip now. Of every week, there's like, oh, they found out who's gonna voice the. They found out that the person who voiced this character is gonna do it again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we gotta talk about that. Okay, well, the it's director's just, coming back. Okay, we got to talk about that. It's a that way now. to stay in the news, stay in the zeitgeist so people are still thinking about it so it doesn't just go away like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're still making Freddy movies, man. I'm sure something Freddy is in production or at least being talked about at this point. I hope so. They do so. need to reboot it. I know they rebooted it with Jackie Earl Haley, but they probably, I don't know. I don't think that that one quite got off the ground. I think it was too serious, wasn't it? I don't know. I never saw it, but I, don't know. I, Those I got the impression really it was serious. Bad. It wasn't silly. All's the, all, like I said, all that I'm saying is the sort of drip of nerd news 
it, it diminishes my excitement for it for a little bit that I'm just like hearing a little bit about it all the time that by the time it gets out, I'm like, I just kind of know a little too much about this. Okay. I think I guess I, it, I'm the opposite. I want all that I can find out about it. I guess it's maybe, or maybe this is a better way of putting it. I'm getting a little bit of news all the time. So I never really get excited. I'm just spending two years going, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, sure. I guess. Okay. It doesn't huh, build okay. anticipation. No, no, it doesn't. It does me. for me. No, I, I, it's I just like I told look you forward there, like, to seeing I don't little get excited, news tidbits. Like, honestly, um, Rise of Skywalker has been great that you're getting such a teeny bit of, like the trailers that they've given you are such a teeny bit and you're just not getting a, you're getting, not getting a ton out of that. Well, that's different than finding out who's going to be in the movie and things like that. Well, you know, same thing. Like it, it, they give out the cast like a lot at once. I just, like I said, like into the Spider-Verse 2022 is so far off. Like, yeah, of course, uh, after after Last Jedi, you know, Rise of Skywalker was going to be a few years. The big, the, all, like, there wasn't a ton about it. Then all of a sudden, boom, this huge trailer. 2022 is really not that far away if you think it about it. It feels like forever. Nah. Maybe it's just that, Ben, like, since 2016, every year feels like 10,000 years. <laughs> the time it, the, the since past 2016 three years. has honest to god felt so long not for me it's flying so Oof. fast Oof. i can't believe how fast time is going right now it's freaking me out a little bit to be honest with you yeah. uh the great british baking show yeah had the final how was it it was good riveting yes i really like that they dropped one episode uh, a week because it just kind of forced me to savor it did britain win yes britain won was it with a souffle? They're undefeated. Wow. Get out. Can, can not British people be in the Great British Bake Off? I don't think so. I don't think they've ever had an American. They've got people that are uh, technically like from other parts of the world, but raised in Britain. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. They're like that means they're British. non-white people are in it. <laughs> that, that, well, that, that was kind of what I was, what I was getting at is. Yeah. Like, it is strictly for the Brits. But they have, I think they have to at least live in Britain, if not have been born there. Huh. Like, they all have British accents. Actually, I think there was one lady that had, I want to say, like a German accent. Oh. But I think she lived there. She was a contestant like three or four years ago, and she didn't get very far. Madness. Yeah. But I think you have to at least live in Britain, have some sort of tie. But I don't think they've ever had an American, as far as I can remember. Anyway... Wonderful show. I love watching it. Finally got my wife hooked on it. So she's watching it with me. We're going back and watching all the old ones. It's just a nice turn it on while you're laying in bed, ready to fall asleep. You get under the covers and you just, it's got the, the soothing music and everybody's nice to each other and they're helping each other out. And it's a nice way to fall asleep at night. Put my CPAP machine on. <laughs> How long did it take you to get used to that? First night. First night? Yeah. For me, it was really easy. I fall asleep really easy. I put my head on the pillow, and for the most part, I'm pretty much ready to go to sleep. Okay. Fair enough. I'm always tired. I think that's the That's, that's your the secret. Trick. That's the secret. <laughs> You're tired, yeah. Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm always tired. That's my secret. I'm always tired. <laughs> turn, turn around like the shirt rips everything, and then you just lay down. <laughs> 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 That's my pajamas. I like where this is going. 
And then like all those flying snakes that are coming around, like beating up the building, they go down like, oh, guys, we shouldn't. Shh, don't disturb them. <laughs> and they fly back up like, guys. Baby sleepy. He was up late last night. Let's go. Loki, Loki, Loki. You're being too loud. Come on, let's go. <laughs> My sleeping pattern is so crazy, though, because there's nights where I'm up till three in the morning and then I'm back up at like seven the next day. And then there's nights where I go to bed at nine o'clock and I could sleep in till nine the next day. Like the human body is a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> Unless you're Dr. Manhattan. Well, <laughs> there's no mystery left on that one. No, he's super bored. He knows it all. So another thing of news, which I now find out you don't care for. Andy Serkis is in talks to play Alfred in the new Batman movie. Will he though? I who hope so. It? Who I was think that's we a good choice. Like a week or so ago, was going to be Alfred. Uh, it was Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I'm guessing he passed. Did he? I'm guessing. Or did they never talk to him in the first place? I don't know. Maybe it's just a fake story. Andy Circus would work though. How many times? How many times do we end up talking about these things? And it was just somebody at a news outlet was like, "We need people to click on stuff." I mean, that's Wouldn't probably it be cool part if of Pierce it. Pierce Brosnan was Alfred. Have they said anything yet? No. Just put it out there that it's been rumored. It just gives us a little bit of uh, fun to speculate. Speculation is fun now. You Speculation know? is fun? It's fun. Like, like you, I know you don't listen to sports radio. I heard that they're thinking about Ed Asner as the Penguin. That would be pretty good, actually. Yeah. Ed Asner. Yeah. Yeah, why not? He's yeah. played Santa Claus. Why not the Penguin? Makes sense. Snow. There's a tie-in. But, like... Sports radio is a huge thing, or even podcasts oh my God, about you're it, right. because people are speculating on what's going to happen in the game, or are they going to make any trades, or what's what's this guy's mindset, or what's going oh, on? Oh man, it's so weird that you made that correlation because you are super kind of right. Ugh. It's just a way to get excited about things. I mean, there's no harm in speculating about things like that, talking about castings and stuff like that. I mean, it's fun. It's just it's a way to pass the time. In a life that sometimes sucks really bad. You know Tra- what I mean? Travis, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret. I'm always tired. I'm always and okay. A <laughs> <laughs> it's just a way to, yeah, just to think about something else for a little while. Huh. That's why I listen to podcasts while I'm at work. You know, because I mean, I don't hate my job, but at the same time, I've been doing it for a long time. And I just, I just want to think about something else oh while I'm God. sorting f- mail or whatever. That also reminds me, a friend of my wife's uh, got me turned on to this podcast called Root of All Evil. Oh, is it about the post office? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably at some point. No, it's about, uh, it's about the Black Dahlia murder and this one dude who uh, it sounds very strongly like he might have been the killer. And just this unbelievable just swath of horror and horror horror travis horror just horror visited upon his children who visited upon their children like it's pretty it's really fascinating it gets incredibly dark it is just a is it like ghosts and stuff is that what it's no no this is all real this is all real like just we're talking about horror visited like by him i mean like just gross So he was a monster to his family too he was such an incredible mom just the Mm. most monstrous Wow. And visited that upon his children, who kind of put it in their children. When was the Black Dahlia murder? Was that in the 40s? I believe it was 40s. And that was in Hollywood, right? It was in Hollywood. 
Was it at the Chateau Marmont? That's that where, I don't know about. Okay. That's where a lot like, of famous people died. The, I think Belushi died there. The whole Black Dahlia murder thing is a big part of it, but it's kind of not the biggest part of it. The biggest part of it is just this whole family and finding out little bit by little. It's an eight-episode thing. Does it talk about the woman that ended up in like a water water container on the top of a hotel in Hollywood somewhere? No. Because it had something to do with the Black Dahlia murder. No. It's just, okay... I can't, I can't remember the details, but this you see video of this woman getting on an elevator, and then you don't see her. She gets off the elevator, and she, like, disappears. And then they find her, like, weeks later floating in this big water container on the roof. That, they had, like, video surveillance in the 40s? No, this happened, like, five or six years ago. Oh, okay. But it had she was obsessed with the Black Dahlia murders or something huh. like that. And anyway, like there was stuff in the water or the water smelled weird or something like that. That's why they went to inspect what's going on in the water. And that's where they found this woman. They figure she just kind of ditched familiar. That anyway, familiar. there was some hey, sort of tie in. So I didn't know if they tied it in what, together. Like it, it had me pretty riveted. It, it does end like most podcasts like this end in kind of the shrug. We choose your we own could, adventure. It was kind of like, like we found out a lot of really cool evidence, but by the end we didn't solve the murder. So shrug, hmm. but like all the information, it, like I said, it's eight episodes. I don't even think I, I think maybe none of them are, none of them are definitely over two hours. Like I don't think any of them are even over an hour. Maybe hmm. like, you know, you, 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 you sound like you were interested a little bit. Maybe give it a run and see what you think. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. But it was it was pretty riveting, and it's it just made me want to go out and kill people. There's nothing like, like murder though. during or the Christmas no, season. So, oh no, I think it's got a hold of me, Trav. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ma- it made me feel sad for people who were just put through the ringer, and at the end of the day, no justice. Right. No, that sucks. So, root of all evil. Good times. Yeah, liked it a lot. One last little news thing. Uh, so the the people that produced the Bond movies hired Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yes, this is a To kind of punch up the the No Time to Die uh, script. And I, if, if, you, if you don't know who she is, uh, she writes and produces and stars in Fleabag. There was another show. It's on uh, Netflix right now. I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's the same name as the Pete Holmes HBO show. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, I it's, no idea. I've watched a couple episodes of that. It's really good, too. She's a great writer. It's pretty adult stuff, but it's it's really funny and really well written. So they brought her in, and uh, uh, an interviewer was asking Daniel Craig if uh, she was like a... Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? A uh, Diversity? A diversity hire, yeah. And he goes... No, we wanted one of the best writers in the world. And I asked specifically for her because she's one of the best writers in the world. Why are you asking me a stupid question like that? So I don't know. I just thought that was cool because she is very talented. She's the the droid on Solo that they yeah. end up putting her brain into the Millennium Falcon. And that's why. Yeah. Spoilers for Solo. Oh, well, if you haven't seen Spoiler. Yeah. But I, I just want people to check her out. She's honestly, she's like, uh, she's probably the next it person kind of like taika watiti is right now or even like uh jordan peele she's she's on the verge of becoming in that genre of like the new 
voice making movies and TV shows yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And she's more comedic. She's a little more like Taika Waititi than Jordan Peele. But obviously, you know, uh, uh, Key and Peele was super funny too. So Key he, and Peele, very funny. Right. Although, I mean, did you see? Uh, did you see Get Out? No, I haven't seen it yet. So, you know, Get is Out is not unfunny. Okay. Yeah, because he's a funny guy. Also, really good movie. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I just I just thought it was cool that Daniel Craig asked her to come in. And they liked what she did so much. I'm hoping the, the movie's really good. and be, Because they're already asking her to kind of start writing a Bond 26. So... That tells you, you know, they've got faith in, in what she came is in and did. Is this Craig's last one? Yeah, or? I think okay, this is so his last whatever, one. Whatever she would write would be with Tom, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoever it ends up being. Tom Hiddleston wouldn't be bad. I mean, you got to be pretty bad to screw up a Bond movie. Because <laughs> even if it goes silly, it. people like silly Bond yeah, movies too. I've so. told you, I wasn't super fond of Spectre. I and, like Spectre. Uh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. I didn't like when I saw it, but I've heard a lot of people talk about... You have to watch it back-to-back. Back. Yeah, you got to watch it back-to-back. Because back. it's the continuation of, uh, you know... Of Casino Royale. Casino Royale, thank you. That's a, the question is, though... If, it's not as good as Casino Royale. If it's a, even if it's, a continue, if it's a continuation of Casino Royale, does it stop being boring? No. It's like... Okay, Casino Royale is like the first donut of the day. It's like, oh, this is perfect. It's still warm. Uh, it's been so long since I've had a donut. This is amazing. And then Quantum of Solace is like four donuts later. And you're like, yeah, technically it's from the same box, but I do not feel the same about it. What is Skyfall then? Skyfall is probably like a, it's a schnitzel. And that's a, chi- a breaded chicken. So it's completely different. Hmm. It's not, we're not even talking about pastries anymore. It's a schnitzel. Hmm. Some gravy. Maybe some potatoes on the side. Delicious. What, Spectre? <laughs> Spectre is dessert. Now we're getting into dessert. Okay. It's like it's like a, a crumble, a crumble pie. It's like a... Apple crumble, I, yeah. In my book, it's like that molten, like chocolate molten cake that you get at the, you get at the, you know, di- dinner place. And it looks really, it looks really good on the menu. Like they've got the plastic thing. I'm like, ooh, that looks like it's tasty. That looks like it's really good. Let's get that. And then you get a fork full of it and you're like, hmm. You know, it's not like I hate this, but like it just this isn't this isn't what I this isn't as good as I wanted it to be. I love the scene in Chef where Oliver Platt is the food critic and he's criticizing John Favreau's molten cho- chocolate cake because it's undercooked and John Favreau's going nuts. He's like grabbing molten cho- chocolate cake off of people's plates and crumbling it and go, "It's called molten. It's supposed to be molten in the middle." <laughs> I feel so, like that sometimes. <laughs> hey, let's hope there are more good Bond movies on the horizon. I hope so. All right, let's wrap this puppy up. Okay, well, since he was part of the Nerd Drip, uh, I want to talk to Andy Circus about right. him being, uh, him perhaps Good old being, Dr. Claw. Yeah. Or Professor Claw. Is it Professor Claw? Well, perhaps we'll talk with one of Andy Circus's most well-known, or if not his most well-known characters. Oh, the seaman from King Kong. Yeah. Yes, I want to talk to I want to talk to the semen, Travis. Please, no, there's nothing I want more in this universe than please, Travis. Can I talk to the semen <laughs> from King Kong? Yes, please. Uh, I would love to. It, talk I'm getting to, word he's not available. I would like to talk to the semen from King Kong. He got eaten. 
Yeah, I think he got eaten by some by a bug, giant bug. Yeah, weird. Yeah, he's that not available. That is right. The, a, a weird. Yeah. Okay, uh, I remember that now. Let's see who shows up. All right. I would like to talk to some other semen then. Okay, a different, a different one. Different right. semen, please. Strawberry shortcake. Hello. Hello. Who is this? It's Jake again. Jake again. Yeah. <laughs> Great to see you, Jake. Is it? Not really. I was lying. Oh. I was just being polite. Come on now, Gollum. Polite. Come on polite. now, Smeagol. Am I talking to Smeagol or Gollum? Too? Both. Uh, One and the same. Uh, so what have you been up to, Smeagol? Mostly just catching fish, smashing them on rocks, and eating the gizzards. Uh, you know, you, you do what you know. And I know what I do. <laughs> so, my man. Yes. There have been some. There have been some heat on the street. There have been some rumors about Precious someone. Rumors? So, uh, I don't think you're going to get that one back, my man. <sighs> I think that one uh, kind of kind of got tanked in the uh, fires of Mordor last I checked. So did I. <laughs> Ooh, ghost golem. Molten in the middle. It is post Halloween. Did you have a good Halloween, Smeagol? Yes, more or less. I mean, trick or treaters. I just leave a bucket out for him. How do you feel about those little spider rings? Oh, they're very, very tricksy. Yeah. You think it's a real spider, do and you go to eat it, and it's not delicious. Do they it's still not scrawny. It doesn't squish in between my teeth. Uh, I think I want to do the spider rings next year. I haven't, I haven't seen those around uh, for a long time. Stupid fat spider rings. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Settle down, man. Hey, so uh, someone you might know. Do you know Andy Circus? Oh, we have met, indeed, yes. Prefer the, the claw guy from the Black Panthers? Yes. <laughs> the got semen his, from King Kong. The semen from King Kong, yes. yes. He semen. Got his, he got his, he got his uh, arm karate chopped Kong. off by Ultron. Yes. Yeah. There's some rumors that he might be one Commissioner Gordon. No, no, he's not Commissioner Gordon. That's... Uh, Jeffrey, Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Thank you, Gollum. I'm up on the news. Yeah, he might be. Uh, My Wi-Fi is wonderful here. Well, then why am I even asking you about this? You know the news, right? Yes, what of is, course. What is Andy Circus going to do? He's going to play, possibly play Alfred Pennyworth. Pennyworth. And the that's new right. Batman movies. What are your thoughts on that? What, Good for him. It could be. It could finally be the role that eclipses. What he was most famous for. <laughs> you mean 13 going on 30? Was he in that? Yes. What He's is Jennifer he Garner's boss. He dances to Thriller in that movie. Wow. Maybe I have to watch Very 13 going on 30. <laughs> what if you got to be Alfred Pennyworth? I think I could probably do better as the Penguin. And it would sound a little like this. I'll get you, Batman. What was the famous line from uh, Batman Returns? I don't remember. I can't remember. He I was, didn't memorize He was riding it. in the little... He had. He was riding in the little fake Batmobile, which he was driving the real Batmobile, and he said something... He was going to ride this town like a hell in a handbasket or something, but I, I don't remember it. I know at one point he sexually harasses a woman. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Well, he was repressed. And he Unfortunate. Had How do you feel about flippers? Would you wear flippers? 
Well, yes, why I mean, not? If you're going to do Danny DeVito Penguin, I guess they wouldn't really have to even change your makeup. I would be able to swim after fishes so easily if I had flippers. Yeah? Which yes. which Penguin portrayal would you be going after? Would you be going after... Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. Yes, he's classy. You made the right decision. <laughs> Purple suit, top hat. Yeah. Monocle. Oh, I like how this is... I like where this is Cigarette on a stick. Say, what, what, why was that ever a thing? So you wouldn't get it on your fingers. Yeah, but it was it was way long. We, couldn't you just have a little 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 pokey one, a little stubby one? No, because the smoke was further away from your face, precious. Will you be the penguin who vapes? No. But no. like a vape on a big long stick? No. You got your rig up there like... He's a villain, not a douchebag. <sighs> wow, blueberry. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, what was I talking about? Ah, uh, the penguin. The penguin? Yes, precious. Yes. You think you could be... Ooh, what if Batman has your precious? Batman. I'll bite his finger off. Ooh. Yes. But he's got... He's wearing those bulletproof gloves. They're bulletproof, right? They're not... Smeagol teeth proof. Wow. <laughs> what kind of... What kind of PSI do you got on those teeth? 75 PSI. I don't Pounds know if that's good or not, inch. so... It's very good. Very good. Smeagol. Better than Tatles. What's your favorite color? <laughs> Smeagol's favorite color is green. Gollum's favorite color is black. Whoa. So you're like a... Well, no, don't don't make those noises. I'm eating. You, you... eating How did you fish bring a fish with you? Hmm. <laughs> So, uh, you working on any projects coming up, Smeagol? Nothing as of now. Really? Perhaps I maybe will show up in the new Amazon Lord of the Rings series. That's right. They do have that going on. Yes. Oh, I wonder if that's going to be... I am quite ancient, as you know. Yeah, I mean, you've been around. I you have had, been around. You had the power of the precious going through you. Precious. Uh, you, you, you feel like you're trying out for anything? Are there any roles that you're hoping you might get a look at? Uh, if they reboot a Gandhi movie, maybe I've got a shot. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, how's your album coming along? I hear you're making a rap album. It's still in development, but I'm getting there. All right, got, that reminds I me. I was going to work with T.I., but it looks like that's Ooh, out the window boy. now. Yeah. No. No, that's not a good... That's I not have to switch to Snoop Dogg. Smeagol, how do you feel about the Bloodhound Gang? Uh, I mean, the first couple albums, I felt like they were being enriched uh, artistically, but after that, I think it was just money grabs. Oh, well. It was greed. Well, Smeagol. Yes, Jake. This has been a pleasure. It has. Thank you for having me. I, you know what? You are you're really Gollum. anxious to show up. Gollum. I'm going to cast you back to the cough drop zone. Tittles. I'm back. Hey. How'd it go? Pretty good. How was Smeagol doing? He was nice. Oh, good. You know what, Travis? No one's tried to get horny for a while in Magic Mike. Oh. It just occurred to me. We've had horny-free Magic Mike. Well, that's weird. Although, it, probably things would have been different if we had had the semen from King Kong. That's true. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, if you are a person who likes semen from King Kong, we would encourage you to uh, subscribe to our podcast. Please rate us. A one-sentence review does so good for us. Those are some ways that, I, like, on the uh, podcast store. Podcast store? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, sure. Eh, you on the can... podcast store, that's how we get visibility. The other way we get visibility, and we implore you, 
please tell a friend. Download the Laughable app. We're on there, and I, that's a good way to download it if you don't have uh, Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. So look on the Laughable app. I think we're on a couple other things. You can also watch some of the older episodes. I'm uploading them to YouTube if hey. if that's where you catch that kind of stuff. So All right. Eventually, and by 2037, we'll probably be caught up. <laughs> it pretty much takes an entire day to upload one of these to, to YouTube. So, If you would like to email us about your village, later to the tater at gmail.com, that's where you can get a hold of us. Uh, Blue Wave Theory, Travis, is a subject that I like to speak on. They does our music. They does our music. Yeah. And we really appreciate usage of that. Indeed. Trav, you got anything coming up that you want to promote? Uh, just the, the, that Steve Simone show. I'm excited to do What's that. What's the date on that? That is the 29th and 30th oh, yeah, of November. Right. This week, by the time you hear this, I'll have already been there and coming back, but I'm going back up to Idaho Falls. Nice. To the deck, the DEC, Ooh. downtown event center. Ooh. It's a cool venue. It's a really, it's like an awesome. old uh, industrial space, and they've modernized it and made it look really cool. Anybody you're going to be with while you're up there? Uh, Karen Rontowski. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm going. I think I'm meeting her up there. So uh, I'm excited to do that. She's a great comic. So You've, you've worked with her before then? No, I've met oh. her a couple times, oh, okay. but I've never well, actually I mean, yeah. worked with her. So Okay. Well, good. Well, good Should luck be with fun. That, man. Yeah. yeah. And the weather's going to be good. It's going to be in the, like the high 50s. Check out those potatoes. So I'm not going to have to drive through snow, which I'm excited about. All right. Cool. Well, check them out. Um, anything else? Anything else you got to talk about? Not at this time, no. Well then, with that said, firm no comment. For nanotoes everywhere. Nanotoes. This has been late to the party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake, and I'm Travis Tate, and better Tate than ever. <laughs>